0: Hey guys, welcome to the Save and Continue podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. I'm mm-hmm. Shanae Howard. With me, as always, is Thomas Shelby. Hello. And of course, Ryan Robinson.
1: What up? What up? What up?
2: What up?
0: So guys, what have y'all been playing this week?
1: Tom, go first.
2: Uh, only thing I've really been playing is Near Automata. So... Just been going back through that and like the first time I played it was on PC and I did pretty much everything you could do there. So now I'm doing pretty much everything you can do again on PlayStation. Are
1: you going to platinum it? Did you already platinum it?
2: I haven't, but I'm sure I will. It's not difficult. Sure. I, I mean, don't. not for you. Well, you can buy the trophies in that game. With game money, not oh. real monies. Yeah, with game oh.
0: money. I was like, okay. That's yeah. yeah.
1: That's a beautiful game.
0: Uh, 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 what about you, Ryan?
1: Uh, okay. I've got I've got a little bit going on this week, so just you know, hold on for a second. All right. So I've still been playing that Ghost of Tsushima. Uh mm-hmm. Kaylee beat it just like ten minutes ago. She got the platinum. Uh, she so she's a sushi
0: ghost
1: now. Yeah, she's a yeah yeah she's a sushi ghost now. <laughs> Um, Also, I've been uh, getting back into the Overwatch. So, last time I played, I got two play of the games, and I was really excited about that. I felt really cool, because everybody everybody got to see my face, everybody watched me shining. Okay, that was fun. Um, I forgot to mention this last week, but um, Kaylee bought Ring Fit Adventure, uh, Mm -hmm. and... We haven't been able to. Uh, we haven't been able to do the running because we live in a second-story apartment. So we do the silent mode. So in silent mode, they have you squat repeatedly instead, instead of uh, jogging in place. So I'm there's a lot of like this, and my hammies are, are. My hammies got. My hammies got sore, but that's a good workout. Um, how's your
0: How's your butt looking? Is it better than ever?
1: It's always been juicy, man. Um, <laughs> And oh, and last night I got into um, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, not, I I, I say into it is strong. Uh, I downloaded and booted it up, and I did some uh, I did some practice drills, and I'm starting to get the hang of the combos, the way that they work. Um, I was texting Tom about it last night about the combos, and like it's got auto combos in there by default. And so that was kind of tripping me up. So, but uh, going through the practice drills and doing uh, doing all the different combos that it's like feeding to me was um, was really cool. It it was uh, it was fun. And now it's actually got me wanting to uh, kind of want me going wants me want got me wanting to check out Guilty Gear again to see if I could do the combos in that. Um, it's the same kind of. I mean, I'm not well versed in these kinds of fighting games, but as far and so far as I can tell, the combo structure is roughly the same.
2: I mean, they chain. They're chain combos yeah. in both.
1: So uh, I feel like, uh, I, f- I feel like maybe I could try that again in Guilty Gear, um, but I'm pro- I'll probably still always be trash at it. Dragon Ball's okay. I haven't actually played a real match yet, so I don't know. Um, we'll see. I'd like to play a match and see how I actually like it, see how the teams work and everything, but. Uh, so far, all I know is there's a Vegeta, there's a Piccolo, there's a Goku, and a Trunks. Those are the players. I mean, what else do you play. need to know? Yeah. And I will say that the ability, what I learned, is that everybody can do fireballs. All of them. I mean... They could all do fireballs, they can all teleport, and... I they do
2: different things, like the, the fireball mechanic thing that you're talking about. Different characters will do different things. They're not all fireballs. Okay. So
1: everybody that I've seen yeah. in so so far, they can do the yeah. fireballs, and they can all teleport. Um But, uh, yeah, so far, it seems like it could be fun, but I don't know. I got the premium edition because it was on sale for about $18, which is uh, $109 worth of shit. So, if I don't like it, then I didn't put too much into it. That's where I've been this week. Shanae, over to you. So
0: uh, I do want to say um, one time since we've been you know, recording from home, uh, you got up to Mess with the Blinds or something. And I I forgot to tell you, but I did get a comment about how nice your butt was. Thank you. Because right, everyone got a thank full you to view whoever,
1: of it. Whoever saw that or whoever said that, thank you. I I work very hard to eat lots of cheeseburgers to make sure it stays juicy like that.
0: Well, I mean, it works for you. You got a a loving partner that will top up your coffee cup. Did I tell you about Uh,
1: the time, the the day I realized I was fat, which was I was watching YouTube videos.
0: Your butt cheeks moved. My butt cheeks moved
1: when I laughed. That's how I knew.
0: (laughs) So uh, I've actually, so I bought Pokemon Sword, and I've been playing that, and I knew what some of the criticisms were beforehand, but I didn't know all of them, but I I, I love it. I've been having a lot of fun. What are the I've,
1: criticisms of it?
0: Uh, so the National Dex thing, um, but they've been adding a lot of Pokemon, so like, there's very few that are left out, it feels like.
2: Well, let me spoil um, something for you, okay? Yeah, there was a lot of complaints about it, but the secret is that everyone loved it because everyone bought that goddamn game.
0: So, another complaint is that some of the cutscenes, the Pokemon in there will be facing one direction but, like, going the other, so it just, like, looks really bad, and a lot of people feel like a lot of the animation they just didn't give a fuck about, and they just, like, put it out there. Uh, I mean, also, just in general, the... um, way it handles like online features and stuff like that. People aren't super thrilled with the that performance. But I haven't had I haven't had any like bad things. I haven't yeah. loved all of it. And I really like how the now you can see the Pokemon in the grass. And then there's and like you'll see visible ones, but there's also like random counters that you won't like see, but you'll see like a exclamation mark. So you can still move away from it if you don't want to do it. And it makes me feel like I'm more into Pokemon world because, like, you would see them in the grass. Like, in real life, I see animals when they walk through grass and yeah. they don't just, like, disappear. Yeah. And I... I don't know. I... I'm, I have beaten the first gym, but I've done, like, 12 raids. And... Wait, those are super fun.
1: What is a raid?
0: So they kind of have, like, a wild area, kind of like a, a safari area. This is my understanding. There might be a there's probably more wild areas but in there there's like they look like little wells and uh if they have like pokemon that you can battle that are like stronger level than like the average one is then they will be like a beam of light and you can invite friends or just random internet internet strangers to like come help you fight it and they are scored on a difficulty level of one to five stars what do you get uh, you get, so this is, that's the thing I like is, so you go in with only one Pokemon, like you don't get your whole roster, but you do know like the type of the Pokemon you're going to fight, so you can plan accordingly. And you get like XP candies, so say if you have like one really good Pokemon and you're trying to level up something else, you can just give them the candies, but like still play with your good Pokemon um, that's like leveled up. And you get like other items that you can sell, they also have a cooking feature, you get ingredients... Um I don't know. I I It's the
2: part of the game that allows you to have right analog stick control. Nice. Yeah. Welcome to the people were century. mad that the rest of it wasn't like that.
0: Uh eh. well, I mean fair on
2: that. It's good. It's, it's not uh, fair though, right? Like game freak is going to spend as little money as they can spend. Right? Yeah. And people buy it consistently every time anyway. Cuz the Pokémon. So why would they then spend more money? Yeah. I was, was like
0: broken. I was like fair for that criticism, but it doesn't bother me. Like, yeah. I don't care that it doesn't bother anybody really. Like
2: they still buy it, they still play it, yeah. you know. I don't
0: know. I look like, until you brought it up, it did not register in my mind that yeah. was the scenario. I just yeah. noticed that sometimes I can and sometimes I can't. I didn't realize that that was the case. When you brought it yeah. up, I was like, Yeah, no, you're right on that. Um So, yeah. now I mean I yet again, I also tend to like Games that a lot of people like. I'm mean, not that I tend to like games that a lot of people criticize, but a lot of criticisms <clears throat> for games. Like I'm kind of ranty. Don't rat care, it guy. Long,
3: right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm just like if there are maybe some things that I wish were done differently, but it doesn't change the fact that I love the game. It doesn't make it a shit game.
1: Yeah, criticisms
0: don't uh, make shit if
1: you're having a good time, man.
0: Yep. Yeah. And then I also bought a new Atomi game on the Switch, thirty-dollar one.
1: Whoa. Uh, a
0: code realize.
1: How many boys? And, in that? How many boys you get for thirty dollars?
0: I don't know how many boys yet. I have played very little of that because I've been Pokemoning. I see. And then, um, I also bought the last parts for my computer, which was my graphics card, my power supply, and my hard drive.
1: All
3: right. And
0: my graphics card and hard and hard drive has shown up <laughs> sometime this week. My power supply, and then I'll have a computer like a whole tower, and you can't fuck with me.
1: You'll be a real gamer. What GPU did you get, Sinead?
0: So I have, um, let's see. So I. Uh-oh.
2: Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no. What? Sinead, are you with us? There, there you are. There you are. You disappeared for a minute there. Right uh what's
1: okay wait Shanae, are you doing this from your computer
0: no i'm doing it through my phone
1: okay. oh because you keep you keep your yeah you're, you keep disappearing I, I think whenever she exits the app
0: that's what i didn't i forgot that oh. we're on that what we're using is not what i we normally do and i forgot that, that would mess it up if i try to check oh. so that's very funny. um i don't know off the top of my head that's okay i
2: was just curious uh,
0: I think, so, I know that, so, it's, I know, I think it's a 1070 for okay. my graphics Yeah, that's- But a lot of the parts are from Berto's computer whenever he's upgraded them over the last, like, year and a half. Yeah. So, I can't really get, like, some of the newer stuff. I know there's, like, new ones coming out in September or whatever, but I can't, like, I can't use it, because it's going to clock out. So, we got some pretty decent, like, So we got like a, and then I got a solid state hard drive. So at least that one's pretty decent. And then, um, yeah, no, I'm pretty excited. I've also been playing Halo Reach with some friends online. And then I haven't really touched Animal Crossing. And I don't want to, I'm really scared about how many weeds are in my village.
1: I pulled those for you. Thanks. For a price.
0: Mm, no thanks. Okay. And, yeah, that's... Did it mess with the recording when I did that, or now?
1: No. No, I mean, I was laughing over it, so I think that masked it.
0: <laughs> um, but as far as this week goes, I was thinking about, now that I'm going to have my PC built, you know, I want to know how people uh, make money, and most of their money, from video games. And I know, like, there's streamers and stuff now, but I kind of wanted to research, like... Like, how have people made money from playing video games throughout history? And I thought it would be a lot... Like, I didn't think it was going to be super long, but I thought that the list would go further, like, back, like, starting in the 80s. But, uh... In my research, I did not be able... I was not able to find, like, a lot of good examples or information on that. And it definitely seems like it, I mean, I think, like, we've talked about it probably on the show at some point. But, you know, it's starting off with just, like, local tournaments. As far as, like, people getting, like, winning money or being paid for this. For sure. And it kind of, and so, as far as my research of, like, people, like, actually making money from playing games, brought me to Walter Day and Twin Galaxies. Because, I mean, I think before that, I think it was like 72, at like either Harvard or Stanford, one of them, they played uh, like Starcade or whatever. And whoever won that won like a year's supply of the Rolling Stones magazine. Yeah. But like, that's not money.
2: (laughs) No, it's actually a present I might give them back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. Uh,. But yeah, I kind of started there, and then I saw that he started, like, the first U.S. national video game team um, in 1983, and, like, I know Twin Galaxies did hold, um, did help, we talked about it before, like, they did do, and they still do, a lot of the record-keeping for, like, Guinness World Records and stuff like that, about, like, who gets high scores, but they also did start, like, doing tournaments and touring, uh, like, Walter Day and a couple different groups would go, like, touring throughout the country to do different tournaments and different prizes. Uh, and then, I mean, there's Billy Mitchell, but, like, I don't think he made a lot of money doing what he did. I think he just, because when I was looking into him, most of his money was made from, like, his restaurant.
2: Yeah. And that's even the case now with people that are playing those types of games professionally, right? They're still, like, making money off of those games. Most of the guys playing stuff like Donkey Kong or Tetris or whatever—they uh, own restaurants. Oh, do something else, <laughs> right? Like uh, Jones Newbauer owns a brewery. That's how he makes the majority of his money.
0: Yeah, and then it kind of like brought to Evo, like the first Evo in 1996.
2: Battle by the Bay it's before Evo. That's what Evo spawned from.
0: Um, so I didn't see like much information about Battle by the Bay. <clears throat> uh, do you know, uh, what the prizes and stuff were? That like off the top of your head? No,
2: I have no idea. I'm sure it was quite small, <laughs> but I I don't know in the hundreds of dollars, maybe.
0: Okay, so I'd I guess say it was
2: probably still in the thousands, but like, I mean. You know, this so, is when fighting game tournaments were small, small. Yeah. You know.
0: So I just realized because you said that I was like, oh, I think I got my facts on that mixed up, but I think it was, I think it was the first where it was actually Evo in two thousand two, and not yeah. Battle by the Bay that the prize was fifteen thousand dollars.
1: It's a lot of money. Yeah. But
0: because uh... when I saw that figure, I was just looking up like first evo tournament prize so, right so it probably was like the 2002 not the 1996 battle of the Bay one
2: right and what's interesting and even, about that right like 15 grand uh even back then isn't like a ton of money it's a decent amount of money right
0: yeah but like, i mean I, think, I wouldn't be mad about two, like 15 grand.
2: right <laughs> but i think people don't realize that like only one person is winning that much the next place lower is winning significantly less right The next place lower than that is winning significantly less but the fact is, is that, like, if you are a professional fighting game player, or even RTS player, or FPS player, or whatever it might be, that's not your income for the whole year. You're going to other tournaments yeah. throughout the year. Yeah. You know? um, and then also around that time was when, uh, like, a
0: lot of... Um, 2000 was kind of, like, and 2001 was kind of big international as far as creating, um, actual, like, eSports groups. Like, there's the Korea eSport Association that was kind of made in tandem with the StarCraft channel that they could see on their televisions there. And, um, of course, like, they focus on a lot of MOBAs, RTSs, some fighting games, but not really as much as, like, I found in the States and in the UK, uh I am blinking and I realize that I forgot to write down the name of it, but like also the UK uh esports uh group was like made like a national one as far yeah. as like being in control of that.
2: Well and that's like around the time of MLG <clears throat> as well, right?
0: I believe so. On that one I'm not sure one hundred percent on the date, so I don't wanna like, yeah. say bad info. But kind of even across all the different countries it was just unanimously decided. And it I feel like it's similar with a lot of people who do like podcasts and other stuff is that they, just, they made teams because it is easier to get sponsorships and put out numbers. If you can combine the numbers of quite a few people. And that's why like you've talked about like the podcast coalitions and stuff like that. And like yeah. communities that they go into the same branch so they can actually have some sort of bargaining with these companies. And even then, like, Um, they were practicing just as much as they do now, but like at least 40 to 50 hours a week, definitely more for a lot of people. And they still were not making a lot of money from even having sponsorships and being part of a team and working that hard. And it's super crazy. Like when I was researching a lot of this, just like thinking about how much streamers make.
2: Yeah.
0: Nowadays, well, like
2: esports teams, then and now are significantly different, though, right? Like esports yes. teams then are more like Overwatch League is now, where <laughs> it's like we are the Dallas whatever's and we play Overwatch, right? Uh, whereas you have something like UYU or Evil Geniuses, where it's like they've got fighting game players and they have FPS players and they have RTS players, all under the Evil Geniuses umbrella, you know.
0: Um, and then, but I did want to, like, put a thing out there. So, there's a, there, so Quake put out, um, in 1987, the Red Annihilation Tournament. And the prize was the, uh, lead, uh, I think it was the lead developer for Quake gave up his Ferrari. Cool. <laughs> and I thought that was super cool.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I mean, that's a lot of taxes to pay that you probably, like, can't afford.
1: Yeah, but you want a Ferrari playing Quake, man. So.
0: I mean, that's probably, like, I mean, that Ferrari is probably worth more than some people make in tournaments today, so. Yeah,
2: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely it is.
0: It's also look more costly than just getting cash. Yeah. Um, And then, I was telling you guys before but like then I was like well, all right well like let's go a different route to try and find something before 1990 like let's just be generous say 1999 when people can really start making a good amount of money or let's a decent amount of money and playing games professionally and so I started looking at quality teams because like I know that not necessarily the people who end up doing quality assessment for games are necessarily like I love video games and like they're super passionate about it but a lot of them still have to have an understanding of the video game industry, what is being asked of them, and also development. And surprise, surprise, a lot of companies don't put out for public information when they start their teams or in their structure changes or how much they paid them in in the nineteen nineties.
2: Right, but you can find averages on that stuff though. Like I've looked them up for the show before.
0: Yeah, I found averages, but I didn't see anything for the nineties. Yeah. Uh, Just, like, currently, like, what's the average, like, in today's world? And then I found some for, like, 2010, but nothing, like, in the 90s.
2: Yeah. I mean, shocker, it's not super high, right? Yeah. Uh, Depending on where you live, it's livable, especially the guys who are testing in Texas. You can make a livable wage. Are you going to have a great living? No, maybe not. But when it's a job that tons of people want to do, or at least believe they want to do, sure, right? Uh you can pay less for it. Yeah. I I'll, Yeah.
1: It's poten- one of those potential uh one of those uh potentially foot in the door kind of jobs.
2: Yeah, for sure. A lot of QA guys go on to much bigger things, right? Yeah. Uh Kyle Bossman started off as QA. But you know.
0: Yeah, and I like I saw like <clears throat> at least today, like most like most uh people who work for like in-house with publishers and part of the team, it's, like, about, honestly, it's about the same as amount of, like, like call center work, like, 10 to $15, depending on the company.
2: Sure.
0: And, like, of course, the area, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All that adjusted and whatnot. So it's not, like, it is a little wage if you don't have a lot of things to provide for. <laughs> like, if you got four kids and, like, you're trying to make a mortgage payment, maybe being QA is not the not the way that you should go.
2: Yeah, right? <laughs>
0: uh, but, yeah, it was... I honestly kind of, like, a little crazy, because, like, I... Because I just don't really... Until, like, of course, like, now, looking at... Because it's so prevalent in the gaming community, the online aspect of it, and not even just, like, playing multiplayer, but, like, being able to... Form teams, maybe have have your teammates be all over the country and practice for tournaments from like the comfort of your home. Being like having the sh- the streamers, having uh, like all of that, like and how and knowing how much money a lot of those people make, just like finding out how recent that is, yeah. And having that be a reality check, I think yeah. was kind of like I guess like the most interesting part for me. I a lot of it. I Figured before I even got like, even where I look uh, bigger into it, like that it wasn't going to be the arcade guys making money, it was going to be a lot of the RTS's, uh, because mainly Starcraft, uh, like MOBA's fighting games, yeah, uh, for the teams, of course, like first person shooters, uh, because I because surprise, surprise, I cannot find anybody that makes a lot of money playing JRPGs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, at least it's not a streamer. Like I mean, it,
2: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: There's no like competitive Final Fantasying, except for like the online games. Yeah. But even then, and
2: it's, you're not making there, a lot of. money. But there like are that. like there are like content creators who get the majority of those their content from playing these games. Who yes. Do focus on things like JRPG, you know. Uh, and, Valky- Valkyrie, Aurora makes most of her money off of YouTube and most of what she does is JRPG, you know? Yeah.
0: Yes. So, I mean, I did find a lot of people making money off less plays with right. YouTube. Um, I kind of thought was like categorizing them in the streamer aspect, even if they're not live streaming, it is still like them streaming the game that they are playing. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're
2: still making money playing a video game, right?
0: Yeah. and I- I'm not, I'm not doing that yet. Yeah which would be great. Any amount of money. <laughs> Someone pay me $20 to play Pokemon. And I'll say I hate stuff. Sure. <laughs> uh,
1: it's interesting too, because like, I also look at like the correlation between like companies realizing how effective these people can be for selling their product. Uh, as far as like, maybe at their platform or a specific game. Um, and Realizing, like them realizing, like, hey, let's uh, let's throw some money at at this person, and they can really pump pump this game up, and mm-hmm. like help other people buy it. And so you have people who are really good at who, like, whether they realize it or not, are really good at selling shit, making money, like by basically like making money selling it by basically playing it and being enthusiastic about it. And then you, th- and then I think about like people who like make their entire living off. You know, off things like Twitch, and who are basically getting paid. Uh, like I don't know how like the the how that shit kind of works as far as money disbursement goes, but like I know like people like when like, they're getting paid by people like subscribing to them, as well as getting a kickback from the
2: platform holder itself, and sponsorship yeah, deals, sponsorship
0: deals, yeah, uh, Patreon
2: whatever else, yeah. affiliate
0: links, um, all that jazz. I. I did wonder this. Do you consider... So I considered, like... Because I had to expand it, because it's a lot more recent than I thought it was. Like, what I considered, like, making money from playing the video games. And stuff like that. So I considered, like, Let's Plays. I'm like, alright, you know what, let's throw those in there. But what about the unboxing videos? People who just... Because I stumbled upon a YouTube no, channel... No. ...that... All they do is unbox collector's no. editions, and they make uh-huh. so much money from their channel. And it was Sure, amazing. but
2: you're not making money playing a video game. At that point, you're Unbox Therapy, or you're a blind bag channel, or whatever else, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what you are. Yeah. Call it what it is, right? Like, you're not playing games uh-huh. at that point. Uh-huh. Um,
0: but maybe laugh is because... It was predominantly like the sexy games where you get like a body pillow in your collector's edition or like the booby uh, oh, yeah. mouse pad. I didn't
2: yeah. even. I and didn't even know the hornier the unboxing, better, you know? Unboxing video. I
0: mean, if you're going to make an unboxing video, you better make it sexy.
2: Sure. Yeah, get those <laughs> white gloves like Larry Herb. do <laughs> little.
1: Man, he was so horny for that Xbox.
2: But no, I don't I don't count that as like being a professional gamer, right? Yeah,
1: because like at the end of the video, after the video, like they for all we know they're throwing the game away. Like, you know, like it's just all about like unboxing a product and it could be <clears> like these are and I think that honestly like them on these unboxing videos can like you can substitute the video game for any other product.
2: And that, that did like devalue those content creators. Like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But I you're mean, not a professional gamer, yeah. you
0: know. Uh, yeah, but it. But I was trying to like broaden. It. I was like, well, they are making their money off of video games, but they aren't playing them, right? So, like, are what are they a professional of? Because you're getting paid for it. I guess you're a professional content creator.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like it's all presentation, right? Like you're you're basically just a presenter. And like, look you're at just... this box. Yeah, and I think like the whole thing about unboxing videos is that like. You can look up any. You can look up online what's in the what's in the fucking box. So like you know what's in the box, but it all comes down to like what the person says as they're opening the box and like their personality. Like the whole like this shit all seems it seems mostly boiled down to personality. And
0: I mean, I've definitely looked at an unboxing video because I've been burned by collector's editions before that do have pictures online.
3: Yeah.
0: And then, like. But then, like, the actual product ends up getting either changed right before launch.
2: Yeah, vinyl bags. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, was the, I was thinking the Batman Arkham Asylum should just end up with that shitty-ass battering. And I was so excited. You
2: talked about it, sure. I was so excited.
0: <laughs> and also, like, you know, like, some of the... Also talked about it, like some of the statues being lower quality than like what it looks like online. So they do are helpful in that aspect as, as a consumer. That's not, not, I re-
2: not trying to devalue what they do, you know. But they're still not playing. A big yeah. Game but game. they are not gamers. Yeah. Like, they <laughs> might be gamers, but they are not professional gamers. In that they're making their they're living playing games. Yeah. You know, uh, that's a different thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I just like it is uh came across it, and, just, and specifically that channel, I just I was cracking up, like, just, yeah. like, just so, like, preciously, like, holding the statue of just basically giant tits and a small anime girl's face on it, just like, oh, look.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, someone's gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean not we're doing not doing it. it. Like, so, I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah, right. Uh, like, well, but, like, that's, 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 that's the that's funny thing, right? Like, if you we guys should remember, change our channel. You guys remember we got, like. <laughs> that crappy tier one shit.
1: Oh yeah. I had,
2: a... and like, we could have made an unboxing video out of that crap, but like none of us would have wanted to do that. None yeah. of us would have enjoyed doing that. Yeah, yeah,
1: Cause I think that like, if you're, I don't know, cause I don't want to, I feel like saying that it seemed hack is an insult to people who actually do that stuff. But like, it just say it would have seemed disingenuous to me. Yeah. And I, and I don't know. And like, I, I wasn't actually like I feel like doing videos like that they have to co- like like us. they require a certain level of anticipation and excitement about the product that you were unboxing. Yeah. And like me not knowing a whole lot about the people who made this product like you know I I don't know how excited I could have been about it.
2: Um but
1: I
3: mean but, like, just but drink a let me of ask coffee. you this, let me Super ask you this,
2: What about, like, uh, YouTubers that do game reviews? Because, like, the assumption there is that they have played the game. Sure. In um, order to do said review, Yeah, you know?
0: I think it definitely depends.
2: Like, CGR, right? Like, they've been around... They started on cable access before YouTube. And that's how they've made their entire living, Granted, they had to let some people go because they couldn't afford to pay everybody. Yeah, but like that's still how he makes his living, you know. Um, I don't
0: know. I, I say I say okay. Yeah. I I because I, I was also trying to think because when I was going through, of course, like um, you know, like esports and different stuff. Like G four got brought up, and I was like, well, what about the people who worked on G four when that was an actual channel? Like, yeah, I. A lot of those, you also are assuming that they played that game, and some of them right. definitely were just reading from a script that was written by somebody who had played Well, if played you're it.
2: talking about, like, Adam Sessler, like, he played those games. Yeah, they got to But.
0: Uh, I just remember, uh, there was, like, one girl, I was like, I... I don't think you've played this. Like, I just like... <laughs> like I, I don't think,
2: it. and I know you haven't, are two very different you
0: know? <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> oh, I said it seems like they're just reading from a script.
2: Yeah. Well, I think, I, like, Sure, they,
1: are, I, I they are reading from at script. a script. It doesn't well, mean that they haven't played Yeah, you know? at a certain point... I mean, like,
0: I still to. feel like... I feel so like it, it, should, you, it should be your opinion and necess- and not, I don't think it necessarily has to be your words cuz like say like cuz there are people who are much more eloquent than I am but that is still my opinion and I agree mm-hmm. with it and I think that there is a difference on that than like reading a script that you don't necessarily support or fully understand
2: well, rather than like, a
0: script that is about something that you have played if that makes there sense There are
2: like a lot of IGN and GameSpot and Polygon reviews uh video reviews specifically right where an editor has played and reviewed the game and wrote the review for the game but somebody else is reading their review of it
0: yeah know. they're narrators
2: right but uh, that, that is typically clearly stated but the, and like especially if you can go back to like game trailers right the game but the trailer narrator trailers. i don't
0: think consider being a professional gamer the sure the, the uh the reviewer the one who wrote the script i i, I right. i'm down to, to and that's, what I mean.
2: that's what i mean you know uh, they're still making money off of that. If you look at people like Brandon Jones, like he made a living reading other people's reviews, you know. But
0: uh I mean like basically all of the escape is content. Like all I, of that. I don't
2: know anything about that, but yeah.
0: Um but yeah. I do feel like that also falls underneath it and it's so weird that when you think of professional gamer in like two thousand twenty, everyone's first thought is a streamer.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, because that's the contemporary now, right? Like, if we if we were talking about like, like the like the late eighties. 80s... Oh well, I should
0: say a Twitch streamer, sorry, because I because I said earlier I consider like let's plays and stuff, but yeah. a lot of people when they think of it they think of Twitch streamers because like, like they hear the money that like lyric or ninja or whomever yeah. is like making, and but, it's a ridiculous amount. Yeah,
1: but again, that's like that's just because it's the contemporary, right? But if we go like to like the eighties and like all the way through like the nineties. Uh, like, the professional, like, you could classify that as somebody who works at GamePro or EGM. Like right. Like, those people got played to, paid to play video games, like, in the days before, there was, like, streaming on yeah. the internet, so. Um, and, like, and, like, in, these are people who had to, like, go to a fucking, go to an office and, like, sit at a desk for, like, 12 hours a day, like, to play this game so they could write a review for it, like, by the end of the week, so. Um. You know, but like, I, and I think that like growing up in that age, like, I think that like, that was, that had always been my idea of like, I wanted to work at a video game magazine because like these people, like in my mind, they got paid to play video games and then, and then talk about them. Like, oh, all and that's all there really was. Right. Yeah.
2: Unless you were like buying like a fucking Brady guide for Fat fantasy <laughs> yeah. or whatever, you know?
1: Yeah, but, well, that's another thing too. People who like write strategy guides, like how you right. like these are people who are also getting paid to play video games. So it's like how are you going to write a strategy guide on a game you never played, right? Well,
2: especially when it's like physical format like that, like yeah. those used to be right. And that like the guide for Resident Evil Two on PlayStation One, uh, published and sold probably more copies than many novels. Yeah. You know, yeah. than a lot of novels. Um. You know what I mean? But how good I, of a living did that author make? I, who knows? Yeah. You know.
0: yeah, that's. I also wonder about this. Because I'm going to be honest, a lot of that, I just assumed like a lot of that information was given from the uh, developer and publishers.
2: And I'm sure a lot of it is, right? That's yeah. pre-release like, content, right? That comes out day and date with the game, typically.
0: Yeah. Uh, I was But like, I mean, I, I,
2: so do reviews, right? Like, nearly everybody, unless you're fucking Bethesda, gets game reviews, uh, like, review copies early, you know? Like, at least a week ahead. Right.
0: Um. Yeah, because I I just imagined it being more of, like, a... uh, Like, programmer's notes that, like, somebody has to, like, read and then, like, make the guide out of. Because I don't necessarily think that they have to... Because, like, especially with how many updates and, like changes that I mean most of them don't happen very last minute because of course they have to do production and they have to make like hundreds of thousands of copies of this game
3: yeah
0: I mean I guess I just don't know how like strategy guides are like really written or made
2: I just, always just I mean as far as those back then I couldn't really say whether it's like some employees from that company or not but nowadays very rarely is that the case and typically the people writing guides that come out now are better informed than the people that made the game There
0: you have it. I just I just never assumed it was one person just like playing it over and over yeah. again to get every like hidden spot for every item or whatever.
2: Well, it's no different than it's no different than you writing your Bravely default guide or like Corey. Corey just published a Resident Evil Zero guide. He wrote that, you know. But yeah,
0: I mean, right he's, make, I, he's
2: probably not making any money off of it, but he wrote that, and it's very comprehensive if you're looking to get a platinum trophy in that game, you know. <laughs> But,
0: uh, I mean, I wasn't. I might now. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, on mine, I even... But I still didn't feel like I necessarily was putting out everything that would could be helpful when I was reading it. And, right. I, and I never finished it, really. So, I mean...
2: Well, and a lot of guys, especially nowadays, have contributors, right? More than one person going at the same game. Uh, but yeah, back then, like... I, I do wonder how it worked exactly back then because I didn't pay attention to who was writing those guides back then, yeah. you know? Uh, nowadays, have, you have there are plenty of people, there are whole teams that write guides for larger sites like your IGNs and your GameSpots and whatnot, yeah. you know? And they are literally making money writing these guides. They're making their living writing these guides, yeah. you
1: know? I remember when I used to, uh, like back in the 90s, I used to get the, the guides for Mortal Kombat, had all the moves in them, and I'd look at these guides and I'd be like, how do they fucking know? How do they know? <laughs> how do they know? Because this, this is like in the, these are in the days before like the the command list was in the game itself. So right. uh, i always be like, how did they figure that shit out? And it never occurred to me that maybe someone just told them how to do those things. But
2: but yeah, like as of now, 2020, right? There are people who make their living writing guides. Yeah. And the assumption is that they play those games, you know? But. Yeah.
0: I do feel. Yeah. I mean, I do. I mean, it's not like. Jeanette
2: Garcia, for instance, she makes her money writing guides for IGN. Great. You know? Sounds cool i do it.
0: But like Prima is the one I was trying to think of. I was like, what's the one that I oh, yeah. that like was like, yeah, I that I bought the most from? Because yeah. I was like, I don't think I've ever bought a Brady strategy guide. But I, I mean, those of. were the
2: two, right? Those yeah. were the two big yeah, ones. Oh man,
1: I got a whole stack of Brady and Prima strategy guides in my, yeah. at, at my mom's house. Like, like, um, and you
2: can still go online on Amazon and find like generic guides yeah. to like Super Mario Odyssey or whatever. But, you know? Like
1: I don't know. It's funny because like but, was, for me, like a lot of the time I would buy those guides, and it was like for like the like the artwork they would have in those guides that I I wouldn't see anywhere else. That's sure what I liked about them. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I, I, I never thought about like. Uh, and then there like there was there was also those guides though that were like like those those physically those physical guides that were published that were like the unofficial guide for exactly, whatever. Exactly, right. You know? That still happens, man. Yeah. But...
3: Uh... Oh my...
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, God. No, I took that back because they made, like... I just realized that they made the, uh, like, cheats, achievements, and, like, trophies books yeah. for stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I never bought it, but I have had them in my possession.
1: Tips and tricks, man. Uh, yeah,
0: no, I... Well, Tips and Tricks know, made just, money
2: like, after publishing the same thing month after month. <laughs> yeah. It worked, though. Yeah. yeah. I
0: just... I don't know. I just assume, like, oh, you're, they know everything about this game? They must work for the company. I must the company like, telling them where the stuff is. Like, I just...
2: And that may have been the case
1: back then. There has to I don't be, know. There has to be. But that's not the case now. Yeah. There, I mean, there, at least some of that, right? But, um, you know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's uh there's some
0: quality photos of what I kept and i i just didn't think that they'd be like oh yeah i don't know sorry my yeah. mind's blown right now my view of reality has changed sure. i don't know who i am as a person of... sure. um, <laughs>
3: um
0: <yeah>. but <clears throat> since i have not had a lot of knowledge when it comes to like being a professional video game or person uh, in whatever context that is, uh, we were talking before that y'all know, y'all are aware of a lot of fighting game people who make quite a a decent amount of money playing. I would would say quite a bit.
2: That's just that's just in our, in our wheelhouse, right? Like neither Ryan or I are watching competitive Starcraft or anything like that. You know? (laughs) doesn't
1: make sense to to me. We're like, we're all the bugs, you know?
0: (laughs) Those are the Zerg.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, but like, it's just like, and the amount, and like we were talking about before, like the amount of money that, you know, they'll make from tournament to, to tournament, like varies wildly depending on like the level of prestige associated with that tournament.
0: Are all of them that y'all are aware of, <clears throat> like a pot system? Tournaments? Like, yeah.
2: I, I honestly couldn't tell you. Yeah. I don't know, I know that I some like... of them are, yeah, but I don't know if all of them are.
0: So I think Evo is that way, <clears throat> isn't yeah. it? For, like, each category is a different pot?
2: Yeah. yeah. But as far as, like, CPT, like, I, I know a lot of that money comes from, like, sales for DL- from DLC and, like, other random shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure, like, other people can contribute there. I don't really know.
0: Yeah. Uh, by the way, if anybody listening is somehow less informed of a person than I am, uh, I, I just have gone to quite a couple fighting game tournament spots. Top, it it's always the top eight players or predominantly is shares uh, the, the main amount. Obviously the first player gets the most money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, players though.
2: Well I'm not even just talking about players like like Wooly woolly uh, Madden from like best Friends, you know he's been doing that shit for like 10 fucking years. And even now that Best Friends is over, he's still doing fighting game content. And he makes his living doing fighting game content, you know?
1: Maximilian Dude.
2: Yeah, Maximilian Dude. Um, but, you know, like, guys like that. Yeah, Max Maximilian Dude definitely makes more money than Wooly Madden does. Yeah, But, like, Wooly still makes his living off of doing this stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, so there's something to be said for YouTubers slash streamers, you know? Uh, like, so what you can is do that.
0: what's best friends?
2: You never watched like best friends play like two best friends with, like Matt and Pat, yeah. you know? No, yeah, it, no, these, it these names mean a, nothing to me. It was a comedy uh, let's play channel. Yeah,
0: were they were
1: they not but, really friends? <laughs> well,
2: one of them Well, so. t- turns out they're not so much friends nowadays. <laughs> but Wooly Madden started. Uh, Helped start that channel. Before he was a part of it, he introduced those two to each other. Okay. Uh, But became part of that channel uh, doing things like Friday Night Fisticuffs, which was like weekly fighting game show. Uh, Saturday Night Scrub Lords, which was weekly bad fighting game show, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But uh, he still continues to do that stuff today on his own without those guys. Um. Other guys like Justin Wong? Justin Wong's been around for fucking years. Oh, long. yeah. yeah. You know? I,
0: that's a name that I recognize yeah. and I'm not in the community. And that's and not like, just because of you guys.
2: He's gone from team to team. He does a YouTube channel. He does streaming. He is sponsored by a lot of people. But now he has his own team and sponsors other players. Yeah. And, like, I don't know how much worth. No team Wong can hold him. <laughs> I don't know how much he's worth. But I know he's provided, like, a nice house for his wife. And child, and I know he's provided a nice house for his mother and father, and like he seems to be pretty on top of it financially. Yeah. Um. my
0: um, He's us. constantly 2019... being
2: sponsored. Like <clears throat> Victrix sponsored him, you know. Yeah.
0: Um. So, um, supposedly in 2019, and this is a giant variance between one and four million dollars is his net worth.
2: But even if it's one million dollars,
0: yeah, it's millions
2: Right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, like and the only other person I wouldn't is no.
2: Ricky Ricky Ortiz, who they were at one point part of the same team. Right. Uh, but she's been in the game just about as long as he has, and like, dude, she just recently did something for Vogue. Like, she does. She she puts in work, you know. Yeah. Um, but like, quick,
0: just to go back to Justin Wong. Apparently in two hundred and three tournaments, like not counting sponsorships, all the other stuff, he did just two hundred and three tournaments. He has won a combined one hundred and twenty-nine thousand dollars and uh, well, and seventy-four, well, one hundred twenty-nine thousand seventy-four
2: dollars and sixty-six cents. Yeah, but the funny thing about that is, like, look at that compared to your higher starcraft players or your higher ranking uh fucking fortnite players or whatever right yeah. like because justin wong isn't at the top but he's damn fucking close to it you know uh there's not you're not going to find players making much more than justin wong in the fighting game scene um
0: uh hajime tokido oh Tukito, yeah tokido
2: is the beast uh well, I guess 400
1: the beast, but... 486
0: for uh four four hundred and eighty six thousand four hundred and four dollars and forty cents in eighty-four tournaments. I'm right. on the esports esportsearnings.com. Let's see how f- factual that all is.
2: Well it's like, you know, Tequito uh, won Evo, but like Justin One Evo as well, you know. Uh
0: see anyway punk?
2: Yeah, punk, punk. makes some money for sure. Uh three hundred and
0: thirty-three thousand five hundred and eighty bucks. Knuckle like,
2: Dew? Yeah, Knuckle Dew. He doesn't play anymore. Uh, he actually recently got in a pretty bad car accident. Oh, yeah. Um, but, is he okay? Uh, yeah. He, I'm, I don't know if he's okay. He's alive. I know that.
0: Yeah, Oh uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Like, but, like uh, is he alive and not in, like, critical condition? Yeah.
2: <laughs> but, like, you know, you're naming a lot of O-Niners. Um, like, uh, you know, as far as people that have been around for a while is what I thought we were trying to go for, you know?
0: Oh, I just found this website, and I was just yeah. listing what they what they found. Uh, yeah. Well, because I was looking at the net worth, the current net worth of Justin Wong, and then this, and then I found this website that said how much he was making just from tournament winnings.
2: Yeah, but like Justin and Ricky are the two that I constantly go back to, partly because they're my favorite fighting game players, but also partly like they've been around for a long time, and they make their living doing this,
0: you know. So, like in the, I mean, I guess. might seem like a stupid question but is it just that they're good like what does i mean i know i'm aware of a lot of things wrong and going on with the with the fighting game community and not just smash brothers but quite a few other games as well um is it like as far as people loving them and going back to them like you say like they're there has to be a reason that, like, all these, like, sponsors and different things want to do these things for these players, especially, like, if they have a name and it's not just the team that they want to support. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, like, it's is,
2: funny, right? is it
0: just that they're very good at the game and no, they, the sponsors no, know they're going to win? Right. Or, like, how much does personality really play personality into it? Personality is a, a lot.
2: lot of it. It's a lot. Uh, uh,
1: at at like, least in the fighting game scene. Yeah, lo- like, low god, like, he's not a bad fighting game player, but he's, like, he's got a trash persona. Yeah. So like... wasn't
0: there somebody who recently got like super high up and that was like really trashy? Uh, that's really vague. Never mind. Ignore that question. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, it is. The personality is a large part of it. Uh, you're not going to make a lot of money streaming. Like, okay, for instance, like Daigo Umehara, right? Everybody knows that name, and he gets sponsorship deals, but he doesn't get sponsorship deals like these other players do because frankly his streams aren't as interesting to watch he yeah. doesn't
1: he's, he's have he's, a he doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't have a bad personality, personality. Just, he's like he he just, have, but he's, not, he's just like you know. he's kind of just like a dude and yeah so like he's like like if, if you're in it to watch someone play street fighter well then that is very entertaining but like him as a dude right. is not that entertaining
2: but if you look at like the sponsors on his stream like right like what's on screen framing his stream it's nowhere near as what you see on a Justin stream, right? Or even a fucking Maximilian stream, you know? Yeah. So.
1: Uh, a people, want a sponsor,
2: people want to sponsor who... Uh, they want to sponsor a player who's going to reach the widest audience, mm-hmm. right? And the players that are going to reach the widest audience are, yeah, the good players, but also the players that people want to watch, Yeah, you know? Because uh, I
0: was just thinking, I was like, because, like... I know that you, obviously, like, really put a... You really enjoy talent and skill, Tom. Mm -hmm. So that's what... That's, like... So, um... And And Justin and Ricky, I
2: think, are very... I mean, they're extremely talented, extremely skillful, you know? Wooly Madden, while he has competed in tournaments, right? Like, he he did a match against Daigo Imahara. He got his ass beat, but he he did a match (laughs) against the guy. He is not the best fighting game player. Maximilian Dude is not the best fighting game player, you know?
0: That's uh, what I was going to ask you, like, do you. Do you it. personally watch these streamers that are not, like, necessarily as good? Like, not yeah, so they're sure. bad. They're, they're I mean, they could do tournaments and probably better than your average player.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I've watched Saturday, I mean, Saturday they, Night Scrub Lords they and they Friday for years. Uh, I watched Maximilian Dude for a long time, you know. But it's more for, like, like it's the hangout, right? Like, it's the, hey, we're going to hang out and play some fighting games and make a bunch of dumb jokes, and, you know, it's fun. Uh, is it
0: common to, like, have different uh, sponsors for... I mean, you may or may not know this question, or the answer to this question, but is it, like, so, So like, Daigo, whatever, and or um, Justin Wong, or... I don't know. I don't know. What yeah. I... What's his name?
1: Daigo. Go on.
0: Daigo, okay. Daigo, or whatever... So when they are playing like professional esports, and yeah. like whether they're on a team or like on a tournament, just like single, and they have like sponsorships, like you see them on their jackets or like talking about it, are those necessarily the same sponsors that you're seeing on their streams? For the most or... part, usually, for
2: not. the most part, yeah, yeah. Like, so I didn't I mean, know if it's got because it's two different, Tricks, right? So like he he uses that stick in tournament, you see it on his jersey, and yeah, it's on his stream as well. You know, uh, Daegu is sponsored by Red Bull, so you see a yeah. bunch of Red Bull shit all over the place, Oh, no, Oh, love them. Like, but, uh... You think with all bull, you'd be
0: more excitable and exciting.
2: You know, like, R- Ricky Ortiz, uh... Yeah, I mean, it's the same with, with most of these people. What's funny is, like, you do see, like, the gross side of that as well. Like, Infiltration was sponsored by Razor, specifically for their Ryan fight pad. So he's, like, peddling this fight pad all over Twitter... He doesn't play with a fight pad. <laughs> he plays with a stick. You know. But,
0: uh, I mean, like, how scandalous is it? Like, if uh, like someone and is on a team in like esports or like for like a Evo tournament or whatever the other fighting game tournaments are, <laughs> um, and like they get sponsored by like Mad Cats. Yeah. Is it pretty scandalous if they don't use Mad-, Mad Cats on their streams? Like, if, I don't it's know. not like.
2: I don't know that I've ever seen that. You okay. know what I have seen? I have seen like a sponsored player, like a stick player who was sponsored by that manufacturer who's had malfunction in tournament and had to use somebody else's stick, you know. Yeah. But as far as like on stream, I can't recall ever seeing that.
0: Yeah, cuz I was like I was trying to think of like also like like Red Bull, like You get a Red Bull patch on your jacket or whatever. Like you gotta be like, is it scandalous if you never see him drink Red Bull at the tournament or on stream?
1: I'll say this: like I I watch Smug like every week, and he's got G Fuel all over his. He's got G Fuel on his jersey and all his and all his streams. He's got a bunch of canisters of G Fuel behind him. I've never once seen him consume any G <laughs>
0: <laughs> He surrounds himself with it but does not imbibe.
2: Yeah. That's very funny. That's very funny. But I don't think I've uh, ever seen Tyler Williams hard drink a Red Bull. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I just don't know like how much those two things transition because I feel like there has to be some people that are part of like the Dallas team or whatever for yeah. something. Yeah. That they get sponsor they get joined the team and they get sponsored because they're on the team. But if they want to do their own stuff on the side, like I would assume that, that sponsorship doesn't have to necessarily roll over. I just didn't know how commonplace that was or if, like it was like a big thing. Yeah.
2: yeah, I don't know. But like, I think as long as things don't conflict, I would assume that it's okay, right? Because you see people like Tanukana GG, she's sponsored by UYU. like she's on that team, right? Uh, but like also sponsored by Red Bull. Uh, like never i never seen her drink and, a Red Bull. Like no, she's all about some Red Bull. But like, Fuck what,
3: yeah. What's, what's funny about it's
2: like, like you assume that people in this position, it's best to cast a wide net, right, and be sponsored by as many that as many companies will sponsor you. But yeah. I don't fucking know. I mean, that's not us, you know. Sure.
0: I mean, at least until you get, like, a name for yourself and you can really... Or your team and you can really cater and then demand more money necessarily from one sponsor and be like, I'm going to drop all these bitches. Like, you be my yeah. main. Yeah. Like, I don't know how those deals go. I don't... As far, I know, how. like, generally how it goes with podcasts, so I assume that a lot of <clears throat> stuff probably translates pretty similarly. It's all well, business. That's thing,
2: right? Like, a lot of these other... A lot of these players that I'm talking about also have Patreons, also have YouTube channels, you know, like... They're making money elsewhere as well, but... Yeah, especially, like...
0: Cast a wide net. Like, like, tour- yeah. <laughs> Get all the money.
2: Like, tournaments aren't really happening this year, so... I mean, they gotta... Oh, they're be- still doing... Yeah. I mean, the, the pots aren't as big, but they're still doing tournaments right now. Well, it, Evo didn't yeah. happen, yeah. but...
1: <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, that, to be fair, yeah. You know. But that's
2: not the only one. Sure.
0: Do uh, you feel so like... I mean, uh, do you feel like tournaments are a viable way to make money?
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Like, Do you think
0: that they will?
1: If you are good enough. If you're yes. if you're good <laughs> enough and you could and like if you're good enough like to if you're good enough to justify like the expense of traveling and all that other shit, then mm-hmm. like like why not? Like if I look, if I there's a lot of
0: grand illusions that they are that this travel is going to be their ticket into yeah, like. Yeah, but like at the same
1: time, if like I if I were if if I were like. Like if I were at like like a Sonic Fox level, I would be at every tournament, like all of the time. Cause like why not? The thing
2: is like those players typically are not right. Yeah. It's the it's these smaller players. Yeah. Uh, there's players that like I think the cool thing about fighting games and it applies to other games too, right? Like StarCraft Two is a fucking old game. Yeah. Right. Uh, but like there are players who make their living playing twenty year old fighting games. Yeah. They just go to a lot of tournaments and play a lot of old fucking games, we, we you just, know? Like, yeah,
0: because just... that website I found, like, 203 yeah. tournaments, right. and that's, like, where you're at. Like, obviously he's making his money from, like, sponsorships, streaming, other, Patreon, all those other things as well. Well, it's also
2: like, it's also like you go to CEO or you go to Evo and you're Justin Wong, you're completing in fucking 10 tournaments at that one event. Yeah. You know?
0: Okay. Okay. And like... So I was thinking that, like, each one was, right. like, the main name. I didn't think about each category.
2: Yeah, yeah no, like, this one.
0: Last... So I was like, that's over a lot of yeah. years, and probably doing a lot of, like, local tournaments as well that get, like, labeled, and, like, that don't have big pots, so it puts that number on there and makes it look lower for the amount yeah. that's on there. Like, last but Combo like...
2: Breaker, he won, like, six tournaments. Yeah. You know? Uh... I
0: forgot about... How did I forget about Combo Breaker? But... <laughs> I love the name of that one. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, Tom and I just watched a video for, like, not, we didn't just watch it, but, like, it was a few weeks ago that we watched a video of a recent tournament for Last Blade 2, which came out in 1998, you know, and people make money playing that game. Uh, Yeah, and those
2: are small, right? What you're talking about is those team spooky next level tournaments, right? Uh, Which is what, uh, yeah, it's just smaller, smaller scenes, smaller New York tournaments, right? Uh, It's what Chinatown Fair turned into. Yeah. But, like, those are paid tournaments, and those players go to other tournaments and go there weekly, and, like, they can't make enough to live off of playing these games. They're not living in a fucking mansion, you know? But, like, not, that's how they're. they're not in
0: Justin living. Wong's wife's mansion. <laughs> right. But, yeah,
1: like, you know, I see players like Foxy Grandpa, who, like, he's, like, flying from the UK to, like, uh, compete in the US, like, all the time and yeah. like i mean that's not cheap but like i but he's good enough to where you know that's that's viable that could be viable for him but i mean i'm not gonna fly to the uk to do a fucking tournament i'll get my just to, like pay like two thousand dollars to fly to the uk and get my ass kicked and <laughs> like no i'm not gonna uh, that,
0: but yeah but i don't think it's necessarily the tournament money that he's like banking on it's the sponsorships and everything and, and the visibility that he gets from it sure, as well. well
1: tournaments help the
0: i mean i'm not saying that they don't i just i just feel like even with all of that like the fact that you can make you can win like win some tournaments and get number one in a hundred thousand dollar pot like is great and definitely would cover the airfare from here to uk but is like obviously that's not a guarantee. Right. I'm i am talking about
2: like players make that are doing these small tournaments, like you're winning five hundred dollars. Yeah. You know that are still making a living doing that. They're just doing enough of it.
3: There's, yeah. I you mean, know, we don't want to. Think about
2: like next level, right? Next level is every fucking week. You know. Uh, yeah, like you, you could do that. You, you know, do some money matches on the side if you're good yeah sure <laughs> you know like, but I mean, like, <laughs>
1: like, like i'm not gonna throw i'm not gonna throw down cash for to get my ass kicked uh, it's not me but I
0: mean. you're you gonna compete next time
2: <laughs> fuck no 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 not at that level like never never you know yeah. you're not next but, level uh, no <laughs> but uh, no yeah like <laughs> i think there's a lot of ways to make money playing games that are just a little more unconventional, like writing guides or whatever else, you know?
1: Or what are those those people who are like... I don't know if if this is still a thing that people are paying people to do, but being like people who are like Fortnite tutors and Minecraft tutors and... Yeah.
0: Yeah. That guy who spent like, what, like hundreds of thousands of dollars to try and train his kid to be like a Fortnite champion?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's even like these these specific people, right? Like cross-counter used to and i believe now again offered fighting game uh lessons from players like ricky ortiz and justin wong and Gutex, and like yeah i would gladly, Would you pay like for I that gonna, i would gladly pay for that absolutely i'd pay for yeah. that absolutely i would i have ricky i know i'm doing yeah. for
0: a christmas present
2: yeah make it <laughs> if you got a few hundred dollars all right <laughs>
0: Oh, I yeah, just I mean, bought a bunch of computer parts.
2: I mean, it's cheaper than like a cameo, but it's still pretty expensive, you know.
0: Hey, no, there's like some cheap ass cameos. I think yeah. like Ice Tea is still one hundred and fifty, dude.
2: I'm not paying one hundred fifty dollars <laughs> for Ice Tea.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, Flavor Flav is like five hundred, and I'm not doing that. Ice Tea's a deal. Uh, did you say
2: Flavor Flav? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Walker Flocker <laughs> Flame.
1: <laughs> I'm cocky. <laughs> uh, my friend of mine was telling me that some friends of hers who do a podcast paid for a Bad Margera cameo. I don't know how much oh, they paid, that. but like, probably like a
0: hundred bucks. Like, he
1: showed up on the cameo t- drunk, which I thought was kind of awesome. funny
0: <laughs> I mean, I think I think yeah, I told you like Stanley's office is three fifties. I mean, it might be more now. Who, but. Stanley from The Office.
1: Oh, okay. Leslie David Baker.
0: Yeah, him. And the guy, lady who played Jan, like, put herself as, like, $1,000. Yeah. Jan's not worth
1: $1,000. Yeah. Uh, tan all over Jan all over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah. No, I... Uh, I don't know. I feel like this is, like, a super educational video. I kind of set the topic as a way to push myself to research something that I wanted to find out. And I didn't really necessarily find out the answers I thought I was going to. Yeah, dude, but you taught but yourself about find...
2: Walter Day. That's yeah. awesome.
0: I mean, I've heard of Twin Galaxies before because looking at, like, Guinness yeah. re- record book like, and, like, yeah. things like that. But I never, like, looked into Walter Day's thing. Um, oh, I guess also... that's another
2: thing that these guys can make money at that's working now that everybody's stuck at home. Like... Since this whole COVID shit's been going on, Justin Wong is just like, what fighting game records can I break on stream? And it's like fucking every couple of days, hey, I broke this world record, broke this world record, you know? Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Uh, that is really cool.
0: I, I mean, how do you know that that video isn't edited? You can edit videos live.
2: <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, Twin Galaxies accepts videos, but sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Twin galaxies, man. Like, do y'all not yeah. do y'all not know about deepfakes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: actually, I'm actually like really into I wish someone would go. deepfake my hands playing a video game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. They also gonna use a smoothing filter, get rid of all the wrinkles and cigarette yeah. stains. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Sinee, if you've got time, there's a really good Terminator two deep fake with Bill Hader as the T one thousand.
2: Oh yeah.
0: I've never seen Terminator two or <laughs> well, that's one. The, that's the way to so, watch it,
1: honestly. So
0: I do want this to be my only only experience with Terminator Two is watching <laughs> the deep fake version. Because yeah. I will make that my reality. I
1: mean, sure. You mean you should do that. And then uh Shanae, did you did you say that? Did, did I hear you correctly you you watched they live for the first time recently?
0: Yes. Um as I mentioned on this podcast before I'm I started uh coasting another podcast with some friends from work. Um and uh the guy he's Tank, he's been on the show. He he does like five podcasts. That's a good so guy.
1: he put That's a good guy.
0: He, he got to his 100th episode and so all the podcast co-host across all of them Got together and I've, most they of converged. them have seen. Yeah. Most of them. It's all, the podcast them, cinematic universe. <laughs> all of them have watched. They live. Know like are know about them. I mean, like a lot of them are like really big horror genre fans. Love Darren Carpenter. there was a very big debate that this was not a horror. None of them liked my criticism that. Or I don't think I shouldn't say they. None of them say that they said this, but. I didn't seem to get a lot of, uh, when I said that this is, that they live is basically a thriller rom-com and that, uh, Roddy Piper and, uh, Frank Keith Davids. Yeah. They're based. They, they flirt the entire time. People say bromance. Frank, uh, his name's Frank in the in the thing. like, he mentions his wife and kids a couple times. There is no wife and kids. He is all about that Ryder Piper And his ass looks fantastic in that. And they definitely flirt. And I just, I don't know. I'm all about Frank and Roddy now. Well, I know in the, the movie that he doesn't get named. But, yeah, I loved it. They happen? Live was great.
1: I, was, <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't have said anything. How did that, my, that's my fault. I shouldn't have said anything. I, I was... I, I was proud of you for, like, a minute, and then, like, you fucked it
0: up. But, uh, that, like, that alleyway scene with all the domestic violence, or, like, fight, whatever you want to call it, Shanae, uh, it. <laughs> was pretty brutal. And they know, and, um, I think James, he does the uh, horror podcast and then also does, like, Stable Studs, the wrestling one with them. Okay. He, uh was explaining that like apparently like because whenever he's like holding him up for like the power driver apparently they had to do that like 15 times and every single time roddy was like good down like was just holding it and they would have to hold it before like between scenes which makes it even more impressive that fight scene was pretty good i also love the ghoulies i like their design a lot okay (laughs) what
1: Nothing. Nothing. I'm, I'm
3: glad oh they're it's...
0: aliens but what <gasps> and I just... they call them ghouls in the credits no it's
1: fine yeah. shanae it's fine I'm, I'm glad you saw the movie i just <laughs> i just didn't expect you to say the things that you said about it but it's
0: fine. <laughs> like that they're in love obviously yeah
1: it's just i don't know why you, could, you know people can be fr- just friends shanae that's
2: totally fine no, that's not fine for Shanae Howard. Everything's an
0: hotel. No, we that movie. They flirt I've so much. I've seen that movie like
1: a million times.
0: Uh
2: right. I don't you like forget,
0: following a guy unless I know what he's that, taking me to. I don't like like being followed.
2: People. You forget that Shanae is one of these people who talks about how shitty Jim and Pam are.
1: Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> They're the problematic ones, not the yeah. fucking, not the fucking psychopath with weapons all over the office. Not him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which one? Who's the psychopath with weapons? Oh <laughs> <laughs> Him and Angela are cute. <clears throat> <laughs> I in the show. I uh but yeah, uh, if you wanna tell me why my opinion is bad you can reach us on our Discord or uh Tom also pos- po- pos- posts on Instagram every couple weeks in his words. Um, but hit us up on that. You can find us on most podcast apps. We're also on the YouTube if you want to see our faces. And mm, bye guys.
3: Bye, bye.